The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including ACLA Impact, Seed Equity Ventures, and Clean Energy Advisors. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and our guest today is Martin Schulze. He is the uh, he's an artist, an entrepreneur. Uh, we're thrilled to have you, Martin. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're joining us from Germany. What city in Germany are you in today? I'm near Münster. It's a mid-sized town, close to Hamburg and close to Amsterdam. It's Very good. I probably drove through there a few years ago. Uh, I, I only had one opportunity to drive in Germany, and it was a joy, driving a Mercedes on the Autobahn. <laughs> no speed limit. Uh, yes, that was uh, a lot of fun. But I was headed over to Amsterdam from, uh, well, somewhere. Uh, Frankfurt. I think I was driving from Frankfurt. I don't know if that would have put me on the route through your town or not, but it was well, a fun experience. Well, listen, Martin, you are an, uh, an interesting cat. Uh, I and and so it's a fun opportunity for us to uh, visit with you. But you've done a lot of interesting things. You're doing a lot of interesting things. I'd like to ask you a little bit about uh, some of your interesting history. You you got involved in art early on in your career. Tell us a little bit about how you first got engaged in the art world. So I grew up in a family that was always interested in art. I've been to museums since I'm born. And that was, didn't bring me close to art, but what actually did was I did an internship in an art gallery and they liked me a lot. So I just uh, stayed there. They offered me a job and it was a great experience. I got to put on shows with some of the biggest living contemporary artists and it was an overwhelming experience. It was really beautiful. Well, that's great. Now you took that early passion for art to help uh, start a nonprofit called uh, Public Delivery. What was Public Delivery, or what is it? Public Delivery is my answer to. I worked in this very famous art gallery, and then I worked in a in the most visited museum of Germany in Berlin, and I was running a commercial gallery for three years. So, I wanted to have an answer for for all of these experiences that I had, and I wanted to create something that's self sustainable, but that's also innovative. And more important, it's relevant for everybody. I really want to touch every person. If you go to the very big gallery and you are, don't have really big pockets, it's not likely that you are the most welcome guest, right? That's really obvious. But what I wanted to do was bring art to everybody's life. And that's what I'm trying to do, really. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, what does public delivery do to provide, to connect people with art? I've done uh, a range of projects. One notable project was I did Aja's tallest mural. Maybe it's the worst tallest mural. I'm not sure about this, but uh, we did it in the South Korea, a German artist and me. And we painted a portrait of an old fisherman as a symbol of the people who are often overlooked in the city. And we painted him as big as possible. So it was, it was really fun. And we got a lot of, great feedback for this one. Oh, that's great. What, what, a, what a powerful image of someone who's overlooked being stories tall. 
that's right. that's a great great image. Now, uh, you later got involved with a nonprofit uh, called Dear Burma. Tell us a little bit about Dear Burma. Dear Burma is a school in Bangkok, Thailand. It's founded by a Burmese, and Burma is the neighbor country, one of the neighbor countries of Thailand. Burma has a longest, one of the longest ongoing civil wars in history. It's been going on, unfortunately, since 1948, and hundreds of thousands of people have died. And a lot of them are refugees, and they go to Thailand to find a better life. And this school provides free education to them. Currently, we have more than 30 volunteer teachers, and we have about 2,600 students. And we teach them everything from English to uh Thai to Burmese, and I've set up some photography class, and we have guitar lessons. And what this school really does is Burma itself is divided into 14 different ethnic groups, and a lot of them have conflict with each other. But in this school, they all come together as one, as one family. And what we do is not just provide them free education, but we provide them a sense of identity, and also they have to communicate with people who they formerly hated and they they are suddenly classmates and they can't use a weapon they have to use the mouth and that's the beauty of the the whole project that's why i got involved do you feel like it's actually helping those kids to understand each other in a new way most definitely one thing that i will never forget i try to include the school in different projects other projects that i was doing and for one art project i was interviewing about 50 of the students and every single one of them said, I want to go back to my country and teach others for free. And they come there as a new person with a new identity, with more compassion, with more forgiveness, and with more love in their, in their heart. Now, that's exciting. That's exciting to see how that changes uh, their perspective. And I, it's such a tragedy that there are so many people in the world now. We, we see it right now, a, a general global escalation in uh, fear and anxiety related to others, right? Uh, we see it manifest in the United States with Donald Trump and, and his messages about building walls and blocking Muslims. We see it in England with the Brexit vote, uh, um, I know there are some fears and tensions in, in Germany. I don't know exactly how that's all being manifest, but with 800,000 refugees, I know there's some discussion there, right? And it's sad that that tension is going on, and it's an interesting example of a solution to bring all those kids together and essentially force them uh, to work together and collaborate. So I, I commend you for that. Now, you've also joined a social venture uh, called Misty Peak Tees, right? Exactly. Now, tell us about Misty Peak Tees. Misty Peak Tees is a tea company, and we consider ourselves as a social entrepreneurship company. So what we do and what is the main, the main difference between other companies is we direct source. We go to the farmer in middle of rural China, and we buy some of the was most exclusive and most expensive tea actually. And we sell this directly uh, on our website. So we cut out the middleman. And what we also do is uh, we pay the farmer way more than any other company does. And how do you pay the farmer more? How can you afford that? <laughs> so 
a lot of tea is actually a very lucrative business. And if you would buy it by the ton, you would get the tea for dirt cheap. And if you look a little bit into tea and how it's made, it's actually really shocking. You can look into, I think it's called the price of tea. And they're basically slaves working in, in Assam in India. And what we're trying to do is we try to help the farmers to live a better life and to help them to not even to sustain their life, but also as simple as enable them to have a new road, to build street lamps, to build a hospital so that they don't have to drive five hours on a mud road to the next town. And that's what, that's what we were trying to do. And it works. That's great. That's great. What kind of scale have you achieved with Misty Peak Teas? Now we're in about 400 tea shops in the U.S. and in Australia and Europe. So, and we're growing pretty fast. That's good. Are, can people order online? Right, yeah. You can buy on mistypeakteas.com. That's great. And how did you get involved with Misty Peak Teas? It was the brother of my friend who just needed an organized German like me to help him. <laughs> and I just got involved and I love doing numbers. I love doing business and we are a pretty good match. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Well, uh, Martin, I want to take the opportunity while I've got you just to ask you a couple of more personal questions. Sure. Uh, obviously you're someone that uh, is well regarded and a role model to people. Uh, who do you look up to as a role model? That's actually a really difficult question. If I have to name one person that has really inspired me in the past years is uh, a Thai artist. His name is Kamin Lecher Prasad. He's about in his early 50s and he lives in Chiang Mai in Northern Thailand. And I got to spend some time with him. And he has been very successful working in, in my field in us since more than 20 years. So obviously he has a deeper understanding. He has a deeper network. He has way more experienced than me. But what I saw him doing with the fame and the money that he got is he didn't build himself a bigger house. He bought a bigger house for his assistant and gave him for free. He bought a lot of land around Chiang Mai and the, uh, some of this land is being used as rice fields. He didn't, he didn't uh, rent out the rice fields for his own sake. He rented out the rice fields and he let farmers harvest rice for free. He only asked one third of the harvest. And what, what he does with the harvest, he gives this to orphanage, um, orphanage with uh, children with HIV and to other shelters. And for me, it was very impressive to see somebody who has the financial means, who has the fame, who could run for mayor, to do something more outrageous beyond art, but who really cares about the community and, who reaches the life of hundreds and thousands of people through what he's doing. And he himself, he himself lives in a tiny house, and that's really amazing. That's an inspiring story. Now, you've traveled around the world, and you've seen and done so many things. I wonder if you can tell me why you feel such a personal calling to help other people. It's easy to understand why they need help. And it's easy to understand why someone should help them. What I want to understand is why you feel personally responsible for them. To be honest, I, I feel I always was indifferent, to be honest. I'm a white male. I'm from Germany. I 
had the chance to study in Switzerland and Hong Kong, I never had to stop. I never had financial problems. And I, I was very privileged. I never met anybody per se who was coming from Burma from a civil war and has lost their parents and with 13 had to go through a jungle for three weeks and find shelter and be arrested by police. I never met these people. But when I first met them, this experience changed me. And it, I, was ex I knew about their history and I was expecting them to be miserable and to be sad. And I, I was prepared for that experience. But what I found, they were joyful. They were very warm. They were very kind. They bought me fruits. And with that tiny money that they earned, they worked, they worked very, in very um, low-pay jobs. That was inspiring for me and changed my perception. And I, I was thinking, if I'm in this position that I'm right now, I'm not very powerful, but I'm more powerful than them, and I can do something for them. Yeah, that's a great, a great way for us all to be able to relate to that. I, I appreciate that. Now, you, uh, we, we ask all of our guests for what we call an impact hack, some tip that would help us to do more good, and you certainly are doing a lot of good. What would be your impact hack? It has to be one or can be more than one. <laughs> we have time for one. Okay. Then I would say uh, routine. Routine is very important. I Meditation and daily exercise. And also something is called weekly review. You can look it up. It's very powerful. One Taking one day in the week and dedicating 30 minutes to two or three hours and reviewing what you've been going through and what's coming up next. And that's very, very powerful. Oh, that's great. I appreciate you sharing that insight. That sounds like a powerful insight. I need to do that. Well, <laughs> Martin, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Before you go, tell people how they can uh, find Misty Peak Tees, how they can connect with you on social media, how they can learn more about what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you can find the tea at mistypeaktees.com. And you can basically reach me on my website. It's martinschulze.org. So all my social media profiles are on there. Okay, great. Well, Martin, thank you very much for taking the time to be with us. We wish you every success in your efforts to make the world a better place. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good day. All righty. Let's do some good. <laughs> At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact, GGI, uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Seed Equity Ventures is a registered broker-dealer with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of both FINRA and SIPC providing investment banking services to startups globally. Seed Equity's mission is to find the best and brightest entrepreneurs and connect them with global investors. Clean Energy Advisors creates investment opportunities in the renewable energy sector that provide clients with a predictable income, preservation of capital, and positive impact. Clean Energy Advisors is committed to providing clients with investment opportunities with both market rates of return and measurable impact.
Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.